0: two geeks two beers episode 40 bruce lee
1: Might you be changing him too, sweetheart? You won't know him, but he's mustard. Mustard? I don't care if he's Muhammad, Imad, Bruce Lee. You can't change fighters.
2: Thank you. There you go. Cheers. Cheers. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Two Geeks, Two Beers. With me, Morgan. And Tom, hello. The geeky two. Uh, we're back, kicking and screaming, with a special episode, all about the martial arts master Bruce Lee.
0: And may I say, a special episode. This is episode forty. Episode forty, so is it, it? it? Is a milestone. I wasn't so even keeping I mean, it's track. It's It's not. Um, no one really celebrates forty. Like did twenty-five. It, what is forty? Is that wood? Let's just say it's wood. Let's just, let's what just say. Let's
2: just say Bruce Lee punched. He probably punched wood in his time. He probably broke. Well, actually, he was. He wasn't a fan oh. of of that kind of thing. Okay. We'll get on to that. All right,
0: well, happy 40th. Let's just say we've got wood. <laughs>
2: Cheers. <clears throat> I want to start. I want to make it all about you, Tom. Oh. What's <laughs> What's been your uh, relationship with Bruce? How much do you know about his life? How many of his movies have you seen?
0: Um, uh, I like the bit in The Office where they talk about Bruce Lee. It's, uh, it's a very good scene. But that's about it. When Bruce Lee was filming... One of the extras just came over and just started a fight. Oh, yeah, I know this, and he was amazing at coming through, but Bruce Lee just did a roundhouse on him. Well, and... no, he smashed him through a wall. And instead of firing him, he just said, go back to where you were, let's get on with the filmer. Man, those cats were as fast as lightning. You know when he's fighting Chuck Norris in Enter the Dragon? No. you not seen that? No. Have you not... I can't... That is a classic. No, I've not seen him fight Chuck Norris in Enter the Dragon. I've seen him fight Chuck Norris in Way of the Dragon. Uh, That's what I meant. meant. Is it? Yeah. Why did you say he'd seen him fight Chuck Norris in Enter the Dragon? he fights Bob Wall in both, but Norris is only in Way of the Dragon. Yeah, I know. So when he's fighting Chuck Norris... In what? In Way of the Dragon. Correct, at last. You haven't seen any Bruce Lee movies? No, I've seen loads of clips over the years. It's always referenced and things, Mm -hmm. and... um, I think there was a bit in Wayne's World where he pops up. It's things like that. I don't think actual Bruce Lee popped up. No, like a clip, like an archive clip. But um, yeah, I've I've just never really, it's just never really passed, it's just totally passed me by. I've never really like delved into the Bruce Lee history. So I'm hoping you'll uh, teach me exactly why I should watch them all back.
2: Prepare to be schooled. Karate schooled. Um, Dragon, Mm. of course, was Bruce Lee's nickname, which brings us on to this episode's uh, beers. Mm. It's uh, Dragon Stout. Which drinksupermarket.com says is (laughs) an exceptionally dark stout that crams a lot of flavour into its small bottle. Prepare for flavours such as chocolate, rum, licorice, and raisins. Wow. Cheers. All in one. Mm. Do you want to taste that to me? Beer stout, that isn't it? Stout. It's like a but stout. That,
0: sort of that description could have been until the the bit with licorice and mm. stuff. A, a good description, of Bruce Lee, because he put, he you know packed a lot in quite a small frame. Into quite a, into, yeah, well,
2: actually, very true. I'm surprised he's not a personal hero of yours. <laughs> actually, quite a short man. He was a short man. Yeah. So yeah, at his peak, at his physical peak, uh, Lee was thought to weigh just a little over ten stone,
0: Weird. which isn't that much, and he was only five for eight inches tall. Ah. But you wouldn't mess with him, would you? Well, no thing I like about Bruce Lee is that whenever I see photos of him he mm. always seems to be a bit cheeky I don't know if he was <laughs> I know nothing about him but he always has a sort of look on his face of like oh man do you, th- you really think you're gonna beat me he was he, he did have a bit of uh, a bit of well he had a lot of
2: charisma he was a bit of a cheeky character uh, as we'll find out so yes Dragon Stunt uh is this episode's beer and as Bruce Lee might say you put
3: beer into a bottle it becomes the bottle
2: mm-hmm.
3: this is what it is okay I said empty your mind be formless shapeless like water now you put water into a cup it becomes the cup you put water into a bottle it becomes the bottle you put it in a teapot it becomes the teapot now water can flow or it can crash be water my friend
0: i mean i have to admit i've never really heard him talk before properly mm. I'm in love with him. If he (laughs) talks talk to me like that in a bar, I'd be like, have me. He's got that little cheeky look.
2: Be water, my friend. Great guy. What I love about that is he's talking about, you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup, yeah? Put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle, yeah? yeah? Teapot. I like when he went for (laughs) teapot. A little teapot. Short and Stout. Cheers. (laughs) One thing I I do want to say, before we launch into this episode, probably, is I'm going to be, uh, obviously, saying a lot of uh, Chinese names. Okay, and yeah, my yeah. Chinese pronunciation is not practiced, mm-hmm. and will yeah, almost certainly be be shocking throughout. So I do apologise in advance, and hope you can appreciate that I'm approaching this very much as an amateur. Yeah, um, I'm doing my best, but I apologise if I if I say anything incorrectly. So the way I got into Bruce Lee was I was uh, quite into martial arts as a
0: kid. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I look at you and I think martial arts. Sure, right. Yeah. Well,
2: I, so I studied uh, karate. Um, me and me and one of my best mates, we used to take what the books. Yeah, you got the books out of the library. No, we used to go to karate classes. Oh right, I was genuinely sure I used to you got go to karate two classes. No, mate, I went for like a year. <laughs> Do, you know what I was? Do you know what I was? So no, no, this is actually. I am a green belt. Oh. Did you know this about me? I don't know what if green's good or not. It is good. It's halfway yeah. to black. What? Genuinely, it is halfway to black. Right. Uh, so don't mess. Uh, next time we're arguing about the ranking of the diehard movies, <laughs> bear that in mind. Um, but I actually I gave it up in the end because it got it got a bit too sort of. Intense uh, At first it was just like You know lo- The easy moves Learning the moves Then it was like Weapons And yeah, I got yeah. I got a little bit Weirded out <laughs> Too aggressive <laughs> It was too a little, too, too aggressive uh, Martial arts who, Who'd have thought it So anyway Me and my best mate Were into our martial arts And of course Who is the king of martial yeah. arts The biggest martial arts icon Of all time Jackie Chan well, wow. <laughs> no, no, it's obviously. It is it's Bruce Lee. It is Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. Yeah. So we became obsessed with watching Bruce Lee movies, reading Bruce Lee books, mm-hmm. and watching Bruce Lee documentaries, the whole thing. Bruce Lee, obviously, he's a martial artist. He's also a philosopher, as we, as we just heard, um, an actor, director, screenwriter, and producer. He was a pop culture icon of the 20th century. Uh, widely considered one of the most influential martial artists of all time, and he's often credited as well with helping to change the way that Asians were presented in American films. As you mentioned, possibly only Jackie Chan uh, is as well-known globally in the martial arts cinema field. Um, And Jackie Chan actually got his start working as a stuntman on Bruce Lee movies. Um, But of course, the two men and their, their screen personas are very different. Chan himself once said... Bruce hit serious, I hit funny. <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, the literal meaning of Chan's Chinese stage name is become the dragon, uh, showing his admiration for Lee. Yeah, he looked good, up to him. Good. So Bruce Lee was born, I'm taking you right right, right back here. Bruce Lee was born, uh, Lee Jun Fan, the English name of Bruce is thought to have been given to him by the hospital attending physician. Uh, he was born on November the 27th, uh, 1940, in Chinatown, San Francisco. So yeah. he was actually born in America. I did not know that. Mm. Uh, he was of Chinese ancestry and held dual nationality in both Hong Kong and the US. And according to the Chinese Zodiac, he was born uh, in both the hour and the year of the dragon. <laughs> which is very <pretty> cool. <laughs> <enjoyable. laughs> Had to be. Yeah. Uh, his parents were from Hong Kong and Lee's father was Cantonese opera star and film actor, uh, Lee Hoi Chuen. And uh, his parents returned to Hong Kong uh, with Lee when he was three years old. And he lived in uh, Kowloon in Hong Kong until his late teens. But the neighborhood, this almost sounds like it could be the plot of one of his movies. The neighborhood in which Lee grew up became overcrowded, dangerous, and full of gang rivalries uh, due to an influx of refugees fleeing communist China for Hong Kong. The name of Lee's gang was the Tigers of Junction Street, which I love. Sounds like West Side (laughs) Story. The Tigers. we are the Tigers? See? after losing several fights with rival gang members, oh. uh, <laughs> like this, so let's say you were getting into you know fights as a teen, yeah. what would your parents say?
0: Don't don't get into fights. Leave it. Just yeah. don't
2: don't don't get into scraps. Not Lee's parents. They decided that sixteen-year-old Lee needed gotcha. to be trained. Need to be trained in the martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> They're like you're losing fights. Get it sorted. So Lee
0: trained in the art of Wing Chun under the legendary Ip Man. Ah uh, yes. So I actually of the few martial arts films I've seen I've mm. seen quite a lot of the It Man films and mm. bloody bloody brilliant because It Man's yeah. life yeah was made and into
2: it, a series of films starring Donnie yeah. And yeah yeah
0: and it goes into the whole Bruce Lee thing right yeah. and
2: so Bruce Lee became a skilled martial artist yeah. but he got a little too good <laughs> <laughs> and his continued uh, gang fights which mm. he was now winning uh, attracted the attention of the police <laughs> so Bruce well, thing was involved <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was, he was like Bruce Bruce pack it in <laughs> so So Lee's parents uh, decided to send the now 18 year old to the US uh, to stay with his older sister in San Francisco. Lee graduated high school in Seattle and later enrolled at the University of Washington, majoring in drama. So you can see where the uh, flamboyant
0: sort of persona he's got.
2: And you know, a little taste of the acting and also studied philosophy. And it was there that he met his future wife, uh, Linda Emery. My future uh... wife. (laughs) My future wife, Linda. (laughs) His future wife, Linda Emery, who was a fellow student. Uh, Bruce and Linda married in August 1964 and had two children, uh, Shannon Lee and their first child, uh, Brandon Lee.
3: Brandon Lee. Uh,
2: Brandon, of course, went on to have a tragically short-lived movie career
3: of his own. Yes. I heard a tapping as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. You heard me rapping, right? Let's get down
2: to the martial arts of it all. Okay. Uh, Lee began teaching martial arts shortly after arriving in the US and would go on to open martial arts schools and studios across America. He developed his own martial arts philosophy known as Jeet Kune Do, or
0: the way of the intercepting fist. (laughs) From the sounds of it, can you Mm. just, I mean obviously it helps if you're Bruce Lee, but can (laughs) can you just start up your own martial arts? Like, I, Way of the Otter
2: I think, I think if, if enough people are interested You're like, hey, i got this new thing It's called Way of the Otter And enough people want to learn it Yeah, yeah you can pretty mean, much
0: Sounds like something else
2: The Way of the Otter Yeah Sounds like it might be a sex act You
0: wouldn't want to promote it mm. <laughs> Lure people in Yeah, yeah, yeah it's,
2: definitely, it's definitely a martial art <laughs> The Way of the Otter and Then something a little a little different um, well, What No, I like, but both uh, The Tigers of Junction Street yeah. And The Way of the Intercepting Fist Both sound like great names for Kung Fu movies or shit bands. Or shit names for yeah. bands, yeah. Shit 80s bands. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen please, please welcome, welcome to the, the stage, stage, the, the Tigers, Tigers of, of Junction Street. Street. <laughs> yeah, you <in> there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lee took the view that traditional martial arts techniques were too rigid and uh, formalistic. To be practical in scenarios of chaotic street fighting. Yeah. It's always that thing. I did always, yeah, always think yeah, that in Kung Fu movies, it's like, well, they come at him one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one at a time. <laughs> yeah. The other guy just sort of stands there waiting patiently <laughs> Wait, for his turn. Waiting for his turn. Yeah. Just hit
0: him in the back. He's right there.
2: <laughs> so, uh, unlike more traditional martial arts, Jeet Kune Do is not fixed or patterned. Uh, the idea of Bruce's martial art was to exist outside of parameters and limitations. And Jeet Kune Do practitioners believe in minimal movement with maximum effect. Mm. Uh, Lee also developed his own signature tricks and moves, including two finger push-ups. What? which sounds like a punk band. <laughs> two finger push-ups. <laughs> um, yeah, he would do two finger push-ups using the thumb and index finger no. of one hand. I can't even do no. proper push-ups. No. I have to do the thing no on, chance. I have to do it on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> um, and of course the famous one- inch punch. You know about this? No. Where Lee would deliver a punch to his opponent with his fist, if you can picture this, one inch away from their chest, and without pulling back, without retracting his arm, he would would just like 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 their presence was nothing. He would just go straight through, and such was his strength that he would send them like flying backwards. I
0: thought you meant his fist went through their body, (laughs) like
2: (laughs) grab the heart and then pull it out, like Mortal Kombat such was his strength he just you know flesh and bone and sinew was nothing to him oh. it was nothing to the fist of Bruce Lee no although close so one one volunteer uh, Bob Baker of Stockton California said when he punched me I had to stay home from work because the pain in my chest was unbearable I love that, that so it's like unbearable it's like for days I love if that Bruce Lee hits you you're done for days
0: hi yeah it's Bob again um, I'm not coming to work today because Bruce Lee punched me Fair enough, yeah. Take the week off, mate. (laughs) Rob, take as much time as you need. (laughs) Uh. Whereas if it was Jean-Claude Van Damme, it would be like three days off. Right, you've you've had your JCBD. Yeah, but but you get a week if it's Bruce Lee. Yeah. Five days, Jackie Chan. (laughs) It's a sliding scale. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's
2: the martial arts, but let's Mm -hmm. talk about the movies. Yeah. So Lee was actually introduced to the film industry by his father, who was a, a, a famous actor, and he appeared in several films as a child actor. Yeah. However, as an adult in the U.S., uh, he initially had no plans to pursue a movie career. However, I've said "however" twice. <laughs> I said "but." But a martial arts exhibition on Long Beach in 1964 caught the eye of TV producer William Dozier, uh, which led to Lee playing Cato, sidekick to superhero the Green Hornet, in the oh, TV yeah. series of the same name. I never noticed.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> it's him, isn't it? Bruce Lee. yeah. Yeah, the show
2: ran for one season from September 1966 to March 1967. What a coup.
4: Another challenge for the Green Hornet. His aide, Cato, and their rolling arsenal, the Black Beauty. On police records, a wanted criminal. The Green Hornet is really Britt Reed, owner-publisher of the Daily Sentinel. His dual identity known only to his secretary and to the district attorney. And now, to protect the rights and lives of decent citizens, rides the Green Hornet. It's
2: impossible, apparently, to say just Green Hornet has to be Green Hornet. <laughs> it's far better than the dodgy remake the starring pissed, Seth Rogen. The piss poor movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that, uh, that film was originally going to star uh, Stephen Chow. Great guy. As Kato. Chow and He was also uh, supposed to direct the movie. Uh, uh, prior to that, it was going to be Jet Li as well. But yeah, no, that movie. Uh, just kidding, okay, went let's, it. let's just pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so after The Green Hornet was cancelled, uh, Lee went on to make small appearances in movies... And on TV, and also worked behind the scenes as a fight choreographer in Hollywood. But he wasn't happy with the supporting roles he was getting in the US, so he returned to Hong Kong, unaware <laughs> that the Green Hornet <laughs> had been playing to great success in Hong um, Kong and it made him a star. Uh, and he was surprised to be recognised on the street they called it The Cato Show because they, they, they were like yes my man it's Cato," <laughs> and he, he was suddenly like a huge deal and he had no idea um, The Cato Show <laughs> The Kato Show Quite work does it? No So uh, Lee quickly signed a film contract to star in two films produced by Golden Harvest uh, and his Chinese screen name was Lee Sulung Sulung meaning Little Dragon uh-huh. So he played his first leading role in 1971's The Big Boss Uh, The film was written for Hong Kong action star James Tien. However, when the film's original director was replaced by a new director, Lo Wei, he gave Lee the leading role instead. And history was made. (laughs)
5: Superheroes, supervillains, and supermovies. But there has never been anything like karate and kung fu. And Bruce Lee, he's the man with the fists of fury. Karate and Kung Fu. The new screen excitement you've been waiting for. Introducing the incredible heroics of Bruce Lee. Every limb of his body is a lethal weapon against an army of men, the most sensual of women, and the most savage of beasts. Karate and Kung Fu. Explosive combination that gives you the biggest kick of your life.
2: Fists of Fury. I learned like that there was a time where people just didn't know what karate
0: and kung yeah. fu were. It's like,
2: I got this new thing. Karate.
0: <laughs> like, whoa. But it was around that time that like it helped get Kung Fu fighting by Carl Douglas a hit. Kung Fu fighting? Yeah. Well, that's a little later. We will we will get onto that. <laughs> oh, oh,
6: oh.
2: So the film follows Cheng Played by Bruce Lee uh, A young Chinese man Who has sworn An oath of non-violence He moves to Thailand Can you guess where this is going? He moves to (laughs) Thailand To work with his cousins In an ice factory Uh, When his family Mysteriously Sorry an ice factory An ice factory (laughs) When his family Mysteriously begin to disappear Cheng uncovers A criminal conspiracy And it's not long Before he's forced To unleash the dragon Unleash the dragon Cisco
7: (laughs) Two Three
1: Hey, hey,
7: what's going on? Come, on, hey, come on, we're Company, halt. Dismissed. Honey. <laughs> 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 well, go on. Huh? Why all the celebrations? Listen, great news. Cheng here's our new foreman. He's just been promoted. Oh? <laughs> Now,
1: Kuhn, tell me, how did this all come about?
7: Oh, you could say we had some industrial unrest. Industrial unrest? Yep. Really, I think you're just having fun. Isn't that right? It's like this. I was having an argument with the foreman. He hit me right across the face. That started a big fight. Everybody got in it. Terrible. A real battle with sticks and knives. And then some thugs got into it. And that made it worse. One, two, three, four. We were falling all over the place until our last brother, Ching, got into it and saved the day. That's all. He's a great fighter, and you should see how it
0: gets. What you couldn't see there was, like, Mm. the lads. Bruce and the lads. (laughs) Coming back. One, two, three, four. But you... It's better dubbed, is it? Like that? (laughs) Right. If you're
2: watching, my personal... Well, for one thing, I couldn't put an (laughs) undubbed version on my podcast. Oh, no. For another thing, I like to watch Bruce Lee movies dubbed. Because if you're watching, yeah, a four-hour Russian epic you want subtitles you want to feel yeah. all intellectual and watch yeah. subtitles if you're watching a good old martial arts movie yeah. the dubbing part of the be fun you thinking too much and the bad no the bad <laughs> dubbing is part of the fun yeah uh, talking about fun Bruce didn't have much yeah. <laughs> he apparently did not enjoy making the movie uh, he described Pak Chong uh, the town where the film was shot as an utter hell uh, he also sliced open the index finger of his right hand I uh, think he did that Punch someone? Nah. Oh. Washing a glass. <laughs> <laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah. Uh, the wound required ten stitches. Lee also objected uh, some of the martial arts movie cliches that he was forced to uh, sort of carry out in, in the film uh, such as the use of trampolines and mattresses to propel people through the air mm-hmm. you know that old, that old thing and also a scene talking about at the beginning of the episode we're talking about you know wood mm. <laughs> nice segue uh, there's a scene in which Cheng punches a man through a wooden wall leaving his outline in the <laughs> oh, wood really? and uh, Bruce didn't like that he said nah that's cheesy I don't want to do yeah. that but the director stuck to his guns and it's in the finished movie well, that was a lot of fun was not it <laughs> during shooting of the final scene in which Cheng confronts the big boss uh, Bruce endured two days of hell when he sprained his ankle uh, from a high jump and had to be driven to Bangkok to see a doctor where he caught a virus in the hot and stuffy conditions and he lost 10 pounds. Close-ups had to be used to finish the fight uh, because Bruce was struggling and had to drag his leg around. (laughs) Lazy. Uh, But it was all worth it. Uh, The Big Boss was a critical success and excelled at the box office, making Bruce Lee famous across Asia, even more famous. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rumor has it that when the film was first screened in Hong Kong, a stunned silence followed it for a few seconds. That was followed by complete uproar. Oh, so There's nothing in it? it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Bruce Lee was apparently mobbed as he tried to leave the theatre. <laughs> so of course uh, he did a, a second movie. He had a yeah. two movie contract. Uh, Fist of Fury in 1972, which broke box office records set previously by The Big Boss. But I thought that one
0: was called Fist of Fury. Right. Oh, Sidebar. It's another zombie thing, isn't it? Uh. <laughs> you may have, no.
2: You may have noticed. That the trailer for The Big Boss referred to it as Fists of Fury, while, confusingly, the trailer for Fist of Fury refers to it as The Chinese Connection. Now, Uh, The Big Boss was being prepared for American distribution, and the US release was, they decided to retitle it as The Chinese Connection, a play on the film The French Connection with Jeannie Hackman. (laughs) <laughs> uh, since both of the films dealt with drug trafficking, right? So they're like this is a way I mean, American audiences will get yeah. this. Uh, the U.S. title of Lee's second film, Fist of Fury, they thought we'll change it to Fists of Fury. But apart from that, fine. Okay. However, there was a cock up They mixed up the two the two titles what? somehow. I don't know how that happens. Someone was was asleep on the job that day. Yeah. Someone someone got fired, um, and so the Big Boss was released as, was released as Fists oh. of Fury. And Fist of Fury became the Chinese connection, ah. um, but recent TV screenings and the current official DVD release from 20th Century Fox, as part of the Bruce Lee Ultimate Collection box set, <laughs> have restored the original titles okay. of all the films. And I'm going to refer to them as the first one's The Big Boss, the second one is Fist of Fury. It's just I think that's okay. what, that's what purists oh, right. say. That's okay. what I'm sticking to. Fair so in Fist of Fury, 1972. Uh, Lee plays Chen Zhen Who fights to defend the honour of the Chinese In the face of foreign aggression And to bring to justice those responsible For his master's death He's unstoppable Unbeatable
5: Unbelievable He's Bruce Lee The master of karate, kung fu Delivering that Chinese connection Bruce Lee, the Oriental superstar who exploded across the screens of America in the phenomenally successful Fists of Fury, is back to defend the honor of his nation and the love of his woman. Using his furious fists and superhuman strength, he breaks them up, smashes them
0: down, and
5: kicks them apart.
0: Yeah, two things can take from that. Yeah,
2: well, one thing I want to say, what you couldn't see there was Bruce Lee kicking a man in the (laughs) neck. Kicks him in the neck.
0: (laughs) Nasty. Uh, one thing I like the fact that they In both those trailers They mm. had to shoehorn in There's romance <laughs> And the love of his woman Anyway back to the fight uh, And the second one used the, the 2001 A Space Odyssey uh, Score mm. <laughs> the, you know the Strauss piece <laughs> <laughs> <Where> <laughs> you, you have to look yeah. that up
2: But you know what I've seen 2001 A Space Odyssey Yeah It's alright I'd rather watch Fist of Fury If I'm <laughs> honest Kubrick Nah Gimme Lee Every time so this was uh, the first film where Bruce Lee wielded his famous nunchucks, uh, and also apparently we might need some citation on this. But apparently, it was their first use on film. Oh. First time anyone ever saw the use of nunchucks nice. uh, in cool. cinema. And in one famous scene, Bruce uses his nunchaku uh, to take on an opponent armed with a katana. Uh, though he openly admitted that in real this life, this is katana.
0: <laughs> They've ruined
2: the word katana. This is katana. She's got my back! Her sword takes the souls of its victims!
0: Oh my god. Fucking suicide squad.
7: This is Katana. She's got my back. She can cut all you in half with one sword stroke just like mowing the lawn. I would advise not getting killed by her. Her sword traps the souls of its victims.
2: Though, (laughs) Bruce openly admitted that in real life nunchaku versus a katana was an uneven match
0: it should be avoided it's like <laughs> you're not going to win this. don't try well I will I'm Bruce Lee but
2: <laughs> exactly. anyone
0: else don't try try
2: I love that you go to like slow that scene where I fight a man with a sword using my
0: nunchucks don't try it at home who would who chose? I was, was going to give that a try <laughs> you and your little mate when you were doing karate <laughs> like bring a katana around I've got my nunchucks I just told you that weapons scared us the- was that why you left yeah because you really got right Everyone's got their katana. You brought your katana with you? <laughs> Stan, did you not bring a katana? You'd have to leave, I'm afraid.
2: Uh, you've rumbled me. That leads us on to Bruce Lee's third film, uh, which was uh, 1972's Way of the Dragon. Released in the United States as Return of the Dragon, for some reason, they just couldn't leave it alone. Yeah, they had, had to fiddle with it. At least not Dragon Redemption or... <laughs> Bruce Lee Retaliation. Yeah. Uh For this film, uh, Lee was given complete creative control of the film's production. He was the writer, director, star and choreographer
7: of the fight scenes. After Fist of Fury, the big boss, into the dragon. Now, the ultimate, the way of the dragon. Dragon whips his tail. Starring Bruce Lee conquering evil in Rome and using all his fighting skills in this authentic martial arts adventure.
6: They will kill you.
7: Kill me? Who? The Way of the Dragon with superstar Bruce Lee as Tang Long and co-starring some of the world's greatest fighters. Chuck Norris, seven times world karate champion. Robert Wall, the 1970 number one karate professional. Wong in sik, Korean master of Hapkido, all in. The Way of the Dragon. Bruce Lee's greatest achievement as star, director, and scriptwriter. The Way of the Dragon.
0: I I forget that Chuck Norris was an actual thing. Like, he was an actual really good, like, martial artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's prime. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, in this film, uh, Bruce plays Tang Lung, uh, a martial artist visiting his relatives at a restaurant in Italy, who has to help defend them against brutal gangsters who are harassing them.
3: Hey, you guys, come over here. (laughs)
1: This is Tang Lung. Hey, introduce yourselves. Ah, I'm Tony.
3: Jimmy. Thomas. Robert. I have no English name, just call me the actual. Name. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> me and
2: my mate Sam. Uh, we loved all those guys, but uh, Jimmy was always our favorite. Jimmy. Jimmy. Little, little raise of the eyebrows. Oh, Scottish. <laughs> Jimmy.
0: <laughs>
2: Jimmy was always our favorite. Oh. So the film is probably most famous for a climactic battle at the Coliseum between uh, Tang and the American martial artist Colt, played by Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Uh, so Lee had met karate champion Norris in 1964 at a demonstration in Long Beach, California, as you say. He's not just a, a punchline yeah. <laughs> at that point. He, was just, he knew what he was doing. He was a proper hard bastard, yeah. Chuck yeah. Norris. Yeah. Uh, in Way of the Dragon, Lee introduced Norris to moviegoers as his opponent in the final... Death fight. This is <laughs> this is from Wikipedia, but I like the phrase "death fight." <laughs> At the Colosseum in Rome, uh, it's today considered one of Lee's most legendary fight scenes and one of the most memorable fight scenes in martial arts film history. Uh-huh. It's one of the best fight scenes of all time.
0: Just
2: yeah, deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. I enjoyed working with Bruce Lee in the film. It was a lot of fun. The
5: fight scene is considered the classic martial art fight scene of of all time. So it's nice to be involved in a, you know in a fight scene that. Everyone, In fact, I got a, a letter, I've gotten thousands of letters from, fan letters from that movie. And I got a letter one time a guy wrote, because there's a scene where I throw Bruce to the ground and he grabs the hair on my chest and like, <laughs> he pulls it out, right? Well, of course he does it for real, but I get a letter from this man and he says he and his son had seen Return of the Dragon 26 times <laughs> and because of the fight scene. But he says, I, he says if,
2: did Bruce really pull the hair out of your chest? He said, if he did, you're really a stud. <laughs> <laughs> I like how softly spoken. And yeah. polite Chuck nice, Norris nice scenes. It's a nice man, despite the fact that if you shave Chuck Norris's beard, there's no face, just another fist.
6: <laughs>
2: uh, the film *Where the Dragon* features Norris's only on-screen death, oh. uh, and and Norris later admitted that he could never have beaten Bruce Lee in a fair fight. So, and that's coming from Chuck Norris. Yeah. So he was like, "If I'm gonna die on screen,
0: might as well be Bruce Lee." Gotta be Bruce.
2: It takes me out. Yeah. So. This now leads us on to 1974's
4: Enter the Dragon. Ooh. Roper, Williams, and Lee, the Deadly Three, penetrate the secret chambers of an evil island empire. What do you know about Han? He lives like a king on that island. Totally self-sufficient. A fortress without walls protected by an invincible army that needs no ordinary weapons. This is Enter the Dragon, the first martial arts film produced by a major Hollywood studio. John Saxon is Roper. He was in it for the money. U.S. karate champion Jim Kelly as Williams. He was there because he had no choice. Black Belt Hall of Fame undisputed martial arts champion and international film star Bruce Lee. His job was to get them out alive. I'm hoping you'll join us, represent us in the United States. You want me to join this? Roper, Williams, and Lee. Just when they think they've broken the secret of the island, they find there is no escape from the inscrutable Han. Warner Brothers presents Enter the Dragon where the world's greatest martial arts athletes meet the ultimate challenge with the most ancient and deadly of weapons, the human body. Enter the Dragon, from Warner Brothers.
2: So that film was Enter the Dragon, in case you missed it. Enter not Way of the Dragon. Not Way of the Dragon. (laughs) He fights Bob Wall in both, but Norris is only in Way of the Dragon. Uh, So Warner Brothers, after seeing Lee's success, uh, in Hong Kong, they offered him the opportunities to star in *Enter the Dragon*, which was the first kung <laughs> fu film to be produced by a major Hollywood studio. Yeah. And with a budget unprecedented for the genre of eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, a lot of money back then. Yeah. A lot of money. Uh, filming began in Hong Kong in January nineteen seventy three, and the plot is quite sort of James Bond esque, which is maybe why I love yeah, this film it, so much. A, just watching that trailer it had a mm. bit of
0: early Bond, sort of Roger Moore era Bond. Bondian elements to it.
2: Hmm. Uh, the film casts Bruce Lee as, uh, Lee, <laughs> a martial artist who agrees to spy on reclusive, cli- can't say that, on recrus, no, reclusive? on reclusive crime lord.
0: Very good. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say that like Michael Caine to get it out. <laughs> on a, on a, recri- <laughs> Bruce Lee is a martial
2: artist who agrees to spy on reclusive crime lord Han. So from now on, if you ever have a, if, if ever a struggle,
0: struggle just Michael Caine it.
2: Kane it. Just absolutely Kane it. So, Bruce Lee plays a martial artist who agrees to spy on the reclusive crime lord Han, using his invitation to a tournament on Han's private island as cover. Apropos of nothing, here's a classic scene where Lee chastises a young student. Keg me. Keg me.
3: What was that? An exhibition? We need emotional content. Try again. I said emotional content, not anger. Now try again, with me. That's it. How did it feel to you? Let me think. Don't think. Feel. It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory. Do you understand? Never take your eyes off your opponent even when you bow.
8: That's it.
3: I feel
2: like his first little diss there <laughs> should be a meme. Yeah. I sort of the slow go up and then what was that? What was that? <laughs> what was that? What was that? What was that? So the film stars Bruce Lee as Lee but it's unusual in that He's not the, the sole lead. There's, a, no. there's a, a trio of leads. I have
0: to admit, I have not heard of the other two guys.
2: Right, so John Saxon, uh, he was an established TV and film actor. Uh, his other best-known role, he, he plays the dad of the lead heroine in Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah. Uh, but he, he was actually a black belt in karate, ah. which is why he was hired. And uh, he plays Roper. And the other guy was uh, Jim Kelly, who at the time was the international middleweight karate champion. Uh, he plays the character of Williams, and much as we are the Geeky Two, they were known as the <laughs> Deadly Three. <laughs> uh, so one review at the time said, while Kelly was a famous martial artist and a surprisingly good actor, and Saxon was a famous actor and a surprisingly good martial artist, <laughs> Lee proves to be a master of both fields. Yeah. Uh, and there, there are many uh, memorable moments in the movie. Uh, Lee's fight with a stuntman, Bob Wall, and uh, his final face-off with Han actor Shi Qian in a hall of mirrors. Uh, where he smashes the mirrors to try and find the, the, the real Han that's kind of frequently imitated John Wick parodied know, yeah. John Wick is a good example of that uh, but my favourite scene in this movie doesn't actually involve Bruce Lee at all it involves the character of Williams played by Jim Kelly and Williams
0: is incredible he's like a ninja with an afro <laughs> and in, in, he's such a cool dude and in his final scene Not Afro Ninja which is a totally different meme but he, but remember Afro Ninja? I remember Afro Ninja but he basically <laughs> is Afro Ninja and, and in, in, in his
2: final scene in which he and Han uh, face off it may well be Predator is my favourite movie as oh. we discussed in the Predator episode but this may well be genuinely my favourite movie scene of oh, all time no. uh, the dialogue is incredible I know it word for word I hope you enjoy it Mr. Han, you fought
1: well yesterday. Your style is unorthodox, but effective. It is not the art, but the combat that you enjoy. The winning. We are all ready to win, just as we are born, knowing only life. It is defeat that you must
7: learn to prepare for. don't waste my time with it when it comes i won't even notice oh how so i'll be too busy looking good
8: what were you looking for when you attacked my gods wasn't me you were the only man outside the palace
7: i was outside but i wasn't the only one you will tell me who else mr Han. Suddenly, i like to leave
1: your island. It is not possible.
4: Bullshit, Mr. Handman.
7: Man, you come right out of a comic
2: book. Love, I just love that scene. Yeah. I'll be
8: too busy looking
0: good. And he does. He's right.
2: Yeah, looks good.
0: Yeah. Is he still with us?
2: No, sadly. Uh, Jim Kelly, he died of cancer oh. um, in 2013. Aged sixty-seven. Have a drink to Jim. Cheers. Cheers, Jim. Uh, but after Enter the Dragon, Jim Kelly would go on to become one of the black exploitation yes. genre's biggest stars. Uh, in Enter the Dragon, little, little trivia facts, little nugget. Uh, both Jackie Chan, that we talked about earlier, and Sammo Hung from Martial Law. In you know Martial Law. No. You don't know about Martial Law. No. Um, oh my God, Martial Law <laughs> was like this show that was on in the 90s <laughs> it was like a kung fu cop show right. it was like a terrible rush hour rip off okay oh my god no nah, totally nah. about that. One. right 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 we'll, <laughs> I was, we'll, we'll do an episode of, about martial law we won't maybe
0: episode 809 <laughs> if, if
2: we get desperate yeah. <laughs> but Sammo Hung was the star of, of martial law he played
4: Sammo <laughs> CBS Saturday the LAPD's dream team is going to the track to investigate a murder and you won't believe what Sammo does to get his man martial law then, someone's kidnapping beautiful young models and selling them over the internet. Can't wait to get my hands on that guy. I prefer my feet. Walker. Oh. On America's Night of Heroes, CBS Saturday.
2: And they both, both Jackie Chan and Simon Hong, appear as stuntmen battling Lee in the movie. It's like, you know when Expendables came out and it's like, oh, what would it be like if Sylvester Stallone fought Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah. And this is like, people are like, what would it be like if Bruce Lee fought Jackie Chan? <laughs> well, we saw it and Bruce Lee kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Dragon. No one cared. No one missed it. It's already happened. <sighs> uh, okay, so sadly, only a few months after the completion of Enter the Dragon, and six days before its July 1973 release, uh, July 26th, 1973, Bruce Lee died. Uh, so you never knew... It's crazy, isn't it? So, so that film... It it went on to become one of the year's highest grossing films, it cemented Lee as a martial arts legend. He was already a big deal in Asia, but this made him a a global superstar. It was made for, as we said, $850,000, which is equivalent to about 4 or 5 million, so it's not a lot of money, even so, Um, and to date has grossed over $200 million worldwide. Okay, he, okay he, was a, he was a huge movie yeah. star, but he never quite knew, I don't think... The James Dean of his era. I, yeah, he never quite knew what an icon he would become no. globally. He never quite knew how big that movie would be, which I, which I think is very Why sad. he die? So, uh, on May the 10th, 1973, Lee collapsed uh, when he was doing some ADR, some you know, dialogue replacement mm. for End of the Dragon. Uh, he was suffering from seizures and headaches uh, and was rushed to Hong Kong Baptist Hospital where doctors diagnosed cerebral edema, which is uh, basically a build-up of fluid in the brain. Mm. Um, But it wasn't considered life-threatening. It was just, you know, that's not good, but obviously we'll Mm. we'll keep an eye on it, we'll treat you. Uh, But on July 20th, Lee again complained of a headache. He took a painkiller and decided to just lie down for a nap. Uh, He was supposed to meet uh, film producer Raymond Chow for dinner that night. Uh, He didn't show up, so Chow went round to visit Lee, Uh, and when he found him he was unable to wake him up Uh, Lee was rushed to hospital but was declared uh, dead on arrival how old was he? Uh, he's just 32 so I
0: mean I'm 32 in a couple of months And I will never be as big a man as he ever ever was No <laughs> You'll never, I'll never be as big a man as he ever was No, no but in all seriousness it's mad yeah, isn't it to That's think,
2: crazy To think that Bruce Lee was barely a little older than us when he died And h- how much he'd done But also how much he had left to do But
0: it's one of those things where yeah Like you, you look at someone like him who died so young and, and he'd only done a few things And you think what would he have done Right, would love to have known yeah. what he would have gone on to be in and do, and but yeah. I guess I guess you never know, though. that could have been it. That I, I, could have been his peak, and he never did anything again. But, but, but again,
2: <laughs> but it's it's but it's also as, as sad as it is that he went. It's also one of those it things keeps where, you iconic. Where, exactly, where where he's always that. Yeah,
0: James Dean's always James
2: Dean. James Dean's always James Dean. Bruce Lee will always be yeah. that. He's never no, he didn't he didn't you know fade Become a fat mess like Maradona.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
2: he didn't fade into obscurity. Not yeah. no. he he went out at his absolute peak yeah um, tragic as it is uh, so Raymond Chow, that producer he, he later stated that Bruce Lee had an allergic reaction to the painkiller which may have uh, killed him but, mm. but his demise was officially ruled as death by misadventure uh, his iconic status and untimely demise uh, fed many r- wild rumours and theories uh, these included uh murder By the triads (laughs) And a supposed curse On him and his family Mm. Uh, But of course That's all That's all So Actually I think this is Talking about Kind of his legacy I think that's almost One of the most Interesting parts Of the Bruce Lee story So his His death was only The beginning So first of all We should probably talk about Game of Death Do you know about this? No So before he filmed Enter the Dragon uh, Lee had begun working On his fourth film For Golden Harvest Game of Death uh, he'd, he'd shot some sequences for the film including a fight sequence with seven foot two inch American basketball star Kareem, Kareem. jabbar yeah. <laughs> just for go. his stats you yeah. were like I knew it Kareem a, I knew,
0: my boy Kareem
2: <laughs> classic Kareem it's gotta be Kareem and it has, this film would have been great so in addition to Abdul-Jabbar guess who else was going to be in the original Game of Death Jackie Chan no Jackie Chan was already in it, The Dragon uh, no alright think, think me think what do I love who would, who would be great to be in it? Tom Baker? No, I love the other
0: one. Oh, Roger Moore. No, but- Connery. Keep going. Dalton. Keep going. Brosnan. Keep, keep going. <laughs> Daniel Craig. Like You've literally named them all. Oh, who have I missed? Oh, Lazenby. George Lazenby. George, Le- George Lazenby? Apparently, George Lazenby- um... It's like Daniel Craig's like, must be like two.
2: Wasn't even born right so you know you know that period where George Lazenby got like a beer and he was like lovely yeah you know, he looked like Chris or, yeah right he looked a bit like George Harrison meets Chris Christopherson <laughs> at that point he got very much into his martial arts and, oh. and he was like into, into all that oh. so he, he would have been in the original Game of Death amazing uh, so the, the original film uh, would have culminated in Lee's character Hai Tien who uh, in the film wears the sort of now iconic, you know, the yellow tracksuit with the yeah, black stripe. Yeah. The,
0: well, so that's in this film? Yeah, that's in this film. But that's the most famous Bruce Lee outfit. I don't know why though, but yeah, it is. Yeah, the, the, the classic outfit. Um, it's really weird. And in this film, it
2: would have ended with uh, Bruce Lee's character taking on a series of different challengers on each floor as he makes his way through a five-level Like a video game. Pagoda. Like a video game, or a bit like um, The Raid. Yeah. The, the, great, yeah. the amazing kung fu movie that yeah. came out much later. Uh, it's sort of an early version of that idea uh, so when Bruce Lee died he was so they offered him the chance to make Enter the Dragon he was like I'm not Hollywood <laughs> I'll come back to this this will yeah. wait yeah. uh, but of course he then died uh, and in a controversial move Enter the Dragon director Robert Klaus uh, finished the film using a lookalike or <sighs> actually a couple of lookalikes and archive footage of me <sighs> from his other films with a new storyline and cast uh, and that version of Game of Death was released in 1978 five years after
7: Lee's death. He is an international superstar. They call him a living legend, but the woman he loves belongs to the mob, and now they're out to own him. Don't be a slow learner, Billy.
6: Billy!
7: If they can't buy him, they'll have to kill him. Billy! You don't have too many choices. A final warning. So begins the game of death. Columbia Pictures presents the immortal Bruce Lee in his greatest motion picture adventure, Game of Death, starring Gig Young, Dean Jagger, Colleen Camp, Hugh O'Brien, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as Hakim. It begins as a matter of principle it becomes a matter of survival. Before and after. As the undisputed master of the martial arts becomes a master of disguise and the champion of the game of death. This is the final film of Bruce Lee. Four and a half years in production with an international all-star cast. You lose, Carl Miller. Bruce Lee single-handedly takes on an underworld army and fights for his life
8: in the game of death.
7: The final film of Bruce Lee. Game of Death.
0: So one thing, Mm. gig. Gig Young it's so not a name that's carried on is it Gig no nah. mm. so to Colleen Camp mm. who was uh, Yvette the uh, the maid in Clue Clue you know? there you go. great film.
2: so uh, the Cobble together final version of Game of Death only features 15 minutes of actual footage of Bruce Lee uh, in the revised film Lee's character is redubbed as Billy Lowe a martial arts movie star who is shot by a would-be assassin uh, a fragment of the bullet funnily enough <laughs> passes through his face, uh, leaving him in need of plastic surgery which alters his facial features. Billy fakes his death and adopts a disguise to exact revenge on those who've wronged him, and for the vast majority of the film, the role of Billy Lowe was shared by uh, a couple of a couple of other actors.
0: And and to the point where they sort of cut out his face, yeah. and then pasted it on the scene.
2: So there there is a scene uh, which takes place in Billy's dressing room where a cutout of Lee's face. This wasn't even like special effects. No. Literally, a, like a paper cardboard cutout card of Bruce Lee's face was taped to a mirror covering the stand in own face and someone just sort of stood in front of a cutout <laughs> of Bruce Lee's they might as well have just had like his face on a stick oh, and held it in, in front of their own um the plot of the film also because he's in disguise Billy Lowe the plot of the film allowed uh the, 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 the new doubles to spend much of the film in disguise uh, usually involving false beards and large dark sunglasses that obscured the fact that they bore a little resemblance to me <laughs> <laughs> um this film is, is often considered in quite poor taste because not only is it sort of using Bruce Lee's uh, uncompleted footage, but at one point in the movie, <laughs> real footage of Lee's corpse what? in his open-topped casket from his funeral what? is used to show the character Billy Lowe faking his death. And that is low. That is low. It's Billy Lowe. <laughs> Very good. Thanks. Very good. Uh, but... Unfortunately, this was only the start of Bruce exploitation, oh, as it is genuinely known. Uh, so, so Bruce Lee's Hong Kong and, and uh, Hollywood films they had elevated uh, the uh, the Hong Kong martial arts film to a new level of popularity and, and acclaim. So they sparked a surge of interest in, in Chinese martial arts in the West uh, throughout the nineteen seventies, uh, and there was a sort of brief fad, a fascination with martial arts, uh, with, with, with songs like. Kung Fu
0: fighting. <gasps> yeah. Oh, 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 oh.
2: And TV shows like Kung Fu. Mm.
0: Um. What monkey? I th- I think was that later. Was I think monkey happened? might have been later. Happened. And it might have already happened. I don't
2: know
0: <laughs> We had a beer. <laughs> so Bruce uh,
2: Bruceploitation, which is a real thing, uh, refers to the practice uh, by filmmakers. Uh, mostly in sort of mainland China, Hong Kong and Taiwan, of hiring Bruce Lee lookalike actors, or (sighs) Lee-alikes, to star in imitation martial arts films in order to cash in on Lee's success after uh, his death. Apparently when Enter the Dragon was such a huge hit, uh, Hong Kong studios feared that a movie without Hong Kong's most famous star Mm. uh, wouldn't be financially successful. So they decided to play on Lee's international fame by making movies that vaguely sounded like the sort of movie Bruce Lee might have done, with actors who looked a little bit like him uh, changing their screen names uh, so these guys had like full careers as sort of these Leah likes uh, so they had names similar similar to Bruce Lee, such as Like Loose Lee? <laughs> no, but not far off so like uh, Bruce Lai, L-I uh, Bruce Lay just L-E, Bruce I guess this is L-I, Lai, L-A-I uh, Bruce Leigh L-E-I, Bruce
0: Lye, L-I-E, so and Dragon Lee. <laughs> so this is like, you know when you see those shitty um, uh, rip-off movies, mm. and it's like um, Transmorphers, or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. They, they look like the poster. <laughs> they, yeah, and, and, so and dv- the DVD always yeah. looks the same. They're always they're always hoping someone will accidentally pick... Yeah, so if you go to Blockbuster yeah. To yeah. back, back in the day... Or HMV back uh, in the day. You, you would look at it and go, mm. oh, that's probably trans... Uh, <laughs> Transformers? That's probably Transformers, I'm just going to pick that up. And <laughs> yeah. They're going, ah, oh, what's Transmorphers? I always think with those sort of films,
2: the only way they can ever make any sales is just sort of hung Accidental. over people, accidentally yeah. picking them up.
0: That's the only way you're. if they're on Netflix now, I guess you yeah. accidentally, like, tune, like, yeah. put it on, and you uh, go, ah, oh, and it's 30 seconds in <laughs> stop. Like, <laughs> what have you achieved? I mean, it counts as a view,
2: I suppose. Well so. done. By the way, if you listen to just 30 seconds of a two Geeks episode, it does count as a listen, so we don't nice. care. Yeah, Thanks. cheers. Thanks, Thanks. for that. Uh, So some of these films were advertised as genuine Bruce Lee movies when in fact they were not then some of the movies such as uh, Re-Enter the Dragon, Enter Three Dragons, Return of Bruce, Enter Another Dragon, Return of the Fists of Fury, or Enter the Game of Death All genuine titles. They were sort of rehashes of Bruce Lee's classic sort of unofficial remakes Uh, Other of these films told Lee's life story and explored his mysteries such as Bruce Lee's Secret And this is a classic uh, wiki copy and paste. A farcical rehash starring (laughs) starring Bruce clone Bruce Lai in San Francisco defending Chinese immigrants from thugs. What were they thinking? What were they thinking? Uh, Exit the Dragon. Uh, Enter the Tiger, where Bruce Lai is apparently asked by Bruce Lee to replace him after his death, and Bruce's Fist of Vengeance. Uh, Other films include The Clones of Bruce Lee, uh, where... What? where clones of Bruce Lee uh, are portrayed by wow. some of the actors I just listed. Uh, they're created by scientists and they do a bunch of Kung Fu. Let's have a look.
1: Oh dear. The
4: clones of Bruce Lee.
1: The respected and loved Chinese superstar Bruce Lee has just died.
4: Starring Dragon Lee, Bruce Lee and Bruce Lai.
1: Suddenly and without warning, he fell into a coma today.
4: The Clones of Bruce Lee brings a new dimension to martial arts films.
1: Scientists and police made a momentous decision. They would create the Clones of Bruce Lee. These identical specimens of the late Bruce Lee are trained in all the martial arts through scientific techniques. The Clones of Bruce Lee, starring Bruce Lai, Bruce Lee, Bruce Ty and
2: Dragon Lee. So that film, The Clones of Bruce Lee, very much the expendables of, of Bruce Lee impersonators. What I like, they call them identical specimens. Not only are they not identical to Bruce Lee, they're
0: not even identical to each other. They don't <laughs> even look the same as each other. But it's things like this that have elevated even to the point so by the time that we were born mm. and we were aware of things you hear of Bruce Lee and it's things like this that mm. have elevated him to like a weird godlike type figure do you know what I mean? I know what you mean he's almost mythic yeah, yeah so that's true. You, you forget that he was a real person yeah. sort of like Bob Marley has that sort of essence about him yeah. so it's sort of that thing of you look at him and go yeah, he was just a guy who did stuff mm. but he's like thought of in such a high regard that he's, he's, al- become a- he's almost a character yeah yeah I know that's true actually uh, there was
2: also uh, The Dragon Lives Again in which, and unfortunately I couldn't find any clips from this, but in this film, the soul of Bruce Lee, uh, played, played by uh, Bruce Lung, Su si, si Lung, uh, goes to the underworld. Uh, the deceased Lee meets a number of pop-up <laughs> culture icons, including Dracula, James Bond, Clint Eastwood, the Godfather, the Exorcist, and Popeye.
0: didn't see that, Oh, dear. And then,
2: this might be the worst one, I think. There's a film genuinely called... <laughs> called... Bruce Lee fights back from the grave. <laughs> Bruce Lee fights back from the grave. And in the opening the uh, here we go. The opening sequence shows Bruce Lee, played by an unknown imitator, leaping from his grave oh after it's struck dear. by lightning. Let it go. While this and the title imply a story involving Bruce Lee returning from the afterlife in order to do battle, the rest of the movie involves a plot that has nothing to do with Bruce Lee.
8: It's
0: just that one scene. It's a one scene.
8: Alright. Uh, Unleashed to wreak vengeance on the evil ones who brought about his untimely death five years ago. Bruce Lee, king of kung fu and undisputed master of the martial arts, was buried, but not before making a deal. The black angel of death. Now his tormented soul returns as Bruce Lee fights back from the grave. Damn you! He faces every contest. The fighters, the killers, the mobsters, the slime of the underworld, the bad and the beautiful. Bruce Lee fights back from the grave. Mysteriously through his immortal inner forces, Bruce Lee made a spiritual agreement with the invincible and unbeatable Black Angel of Death to free him from the torment and prison of his grave. Can Bruce Lee defeat the invincible and unbeatable, the Black Angel of Death? see if you dare. A supernatural action American movie starring Bruce Lee. The dragon never died. He was just waiting for the moment when he could return from the grave to seek revenge. Warning, due to the constant action seen in this picture, the producer requests that persons under 17 be accompanied by an adult Lee fights back from the grave.
0: God almighty, that's dreadful. I don't know... Five years! I don't know why anyone thought that was acceptable at the time. And I love how it's called Bruce Lee literally fights back from the literal grave. <laughs> that's the film. You literally see him in the trailer punch his way out of his own... But wearing costume. wearing all the gear, I don't know if he <laughs> was buried. in yeah. all his, like Bruce Lee gear.
2: I don't know if it was a different time. I don't know if <sighs> if it was because, as you say, he sort of became very quickly a, almost like a mythic figure. Yeah. So they thought it was okay. But imagine now Heath Ledger back from the dead. Yeah. it would be uproar, and rightly so. Yeah. it's out it's outrageous. Those films I don't know how they ever got away with it. Imagine imagine his family watching that. Yeah. So outrageous. Bloody hell! But funnily enough, Bruce, because he was a canny guy, yeah. he had predicted almost this this uh, wave of imitators. Uh, so he said at one point, ever since the big boss, there seems to be a wave, a hot wave, in fact, uh, of finding another Bruce Lee among all types of people, particularly in the martial arts. Forgetting about whether or not they possess the ability to act, just so long as they can halfway decent kick or punch and know a few tricks or gimmicks, the producers will make them a star. And Steve Seagal's done that for years. <laughs> and Bruce said, now, now let's stop here. Is it that simple to become a star? I can assure you it's not that simple. Also, I can tell you that as more of Bruce Lee's films are shown, referring to himself in the 30s. He's he's allowed. He's allowed. As more of Bruce Lee's films are shown, the audience will soon realise, not only in acting ability, but in physical skill as well, they will see the difference. Of course, it's only movie making, people will say, but certainly the audiences are not so insensitive, so as not to be able to see and judge for themselves. Mm. So, Bruce Bruce saw it coming. Saw it coming. And despite the uh, copycats and despite wild speculation and rumours that he might have faked his death, (laughs) uh, Bruce Lee lies in rest at Lakeview Cemetery in Seattle. And a bronze statue in memory of Lee has stood at the Avenue of Stars in Hong Kong since 2005. Almost unbelievably, it's 45 years since he died uh, this July. He would have been 78 in November. So that is... uh, more or less, all I've got mm. to say on Bruce Lee. I don't want this episode to uh, drag on <laughs> much longer. Yeah, oh, great. but any
0: any final thoughts? Yeah, just a couple of things. Um, one of my all-time favorite—I mean, Twitter's only been going for like <laughs> years, so I say all time, all time uh, of all time, all time. Twitter. My favorite Twitter handles is uh, this weird Twitter feed. Oh, I know, I know. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? The toys. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's his um the handle is Sue Kee Chai. So Sue. Like Peggy Sue, K I C H triple I. So search that one, and then it's 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 always Freddie Mercury yeah. and Bruce Lee just having a laugh. But I don't know how he made the toys or where he got the toys from, but they're fantastic video, so i'm going to show you it. There's just an example <laughs> so we're seeing freddie mercury and he's trying to play a video game he's trying to play on his he snes because it's all static yeah. the next one is bruce lee turns up going yeah, i'll mate, I saw it i'll fix it and freddie's like ah oh, please bro can you <laughs> and then and then he's like oh, and then he puts it in working yeah what are you worried about super mario brothers 3. but honestly find it it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, let's go i would absolutely watch a sitcom yeah.
2: Uh, about Bruce Lee and Freddie Mercury about a silent together.
0: comedy of just yeah. them having a laugh yeah and also have you heard of the game Hong Kong 97 no, I have not right so it came out in 1995 Why well, it's called Hong Kong 97 don't know um, and it was it's known as one of the worst games ever made um, well from the start it sounds pretty futuristic 1997 in 1995 <laughs> uh, it was apparently made in a week <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it has gained a cult following in Japan and Taiwan for its notoriously poor quality, including copyrighted images. It, is, um, uh, it has been ranked as kusoji, which literally means shitty game, <laughs> <laughs> a game considered so bad it's good. I'll just tell you the plot. Oh, I'll show you the... this is the front cover. Uh, so let's Describe that.
2: Well, <laughs> okay, so it's... So it's there's the title, Hong Kong 1997. There's a picture of Bruce Lee doing a, a Kung Fu kick. And then above that is just some dude
0: yeah, having a great time plage. above him. So the plot is the game is set around the transfer of sovereignty over over Hong Kong in 1997. That's why well, 1997. Yeah. That makes sense. So people from the Chinese mainland started immigrating to Hong Kong and greatly increased the crime rate. As a countermeasure, Chin, in brackets, the picture that you see in the game is Jackie Chan in his Wheels on Meals appearance. I guess that's a film. Mm. An unspecified or, 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 an ad, or an ad campaign. Yeah, so it's Jackie Chan. And it's said he's an unspecified relative of Bruce Lee. Okay. It's hired by the Hong Kong government to wipe out all 1.2 billion people in China. One man. <laughs> so one man, who's Jackie Chan in the game, who's just a relative of Bruce Lee's on the front cover, so to wipe out everyone. Forget the one child. Yeah. How do we decrease population we in China? Kill every- Jackie Chan yeah. kills everyone. But meanwhile, in China, <coughs> research was underway to bring the dead Tong Xiaoping, who's the guy in the in the top right corner, back to life as the ultimate weapon. When the game was released said guy uh, was said to be dead in the game but he was still alive however he did die months after the handover 997 spooky like, Ooh. Ooh. so highly recommend just trying to find uh, <laughs> videos of that in um, in on YouTube and the like because it's absolutely hilarious baffling yeah well for more
2: amazing trivia nuggets like that you should check out all of our previous episodes on our website which is two geeks dot com uh, we're also on iTunes where you can rate us and review us five stars or unleash my green belt karate skills on you.
0: Wow. <laughs> uh, also, go to our social channels, <laughs> at TwoGeeksCast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.
2: Mm, lots of lovely pictures of our face yes. and beer. So
0: there's sort of a kind of like, you know, tangential link to from Bruce Lee to what we're doing yeah. next time. I mean, if you're thinking of Kung Fu experts, <laughs> outside of Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan <gasps> oh who else who else is obviously there? the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the level I would say yeah so yeah. we're going to delve into the history of the turtles which is very it's, it's more mental than you think it is. <laughs> it is there's a lot there's a lot out there mm. so turtle power next time
2: TMNT yes next time uh, go ninja go ninja go uh, so I'm pretty happy with that episode yep. I thought it flowed more than it crashed yeah. <laughs> and to uh, play us out what else it's the iconic theme by Lelo Schifrin from Enter the Dragon so thanks for listening and see you next time cheers <laughs>
3: vision we need emotional
6: content